Welcome, my name is Michael Aceta. I'm the founder of Matador Canine Brilliance and author of the Dog Training Cheat Codes. You're listening to the Acknowledged Dogs Podcast. Throughout the almost 10 years of professional dog training experience that I have, I've worked with over 12,000 dogs. Now, if you break down the math, Over the past number of years, it's not that much, but I did a majority of that in two years. I was working at a facility at the time, and I was training roughly 30 to 36 dogs a day. 30 to 36 dogs a day. Seems like a lot, right? It's because it is. If you've never heard these types of numbers before, and you've never talked to a professional trainer who's told you how many dogs they work with on a day, that might not seem like a lot. Like, oh, maybe that's reasonable for a dog trainer. That's not reasonable for a dog trainer. That is astronomical amount. And usually when I tell other trainers that, they don't believe me. So we have to pull out the pen and paper. We got to do some math. And then they realize, oh, that was nonstop for multiple years, 30 to 36 dogs a day. That's right. Now, when I say that, I don't say it to boast. I don't just say it to you know prove anything. It's just what I did. Just because I worked with that number of dogs does not necessarily mean that I'm an amazing trainer. I'm an amazing trainer because every single one of those dogs taught me something that I've held onto, I've written down, and I've studied and learned more about. That's what makes you a good trainer. That's what makes me an amazing trainer. Just the simple fact of having that many dogs under your belt or at the other end of the leash doesn't necessarily mean that that person might be great. Right? Somebody who's been in the business for 40, 50 years might still be using information from 40, 50 years ago. That doesn't help us. What we need to do is take in new information, new styles of learning, absorb what is useful, and then get rid of what isn't. What I want to talk about today is the new craze of online dog training. It initially started during the pandemic. If you're just waking up from a coma, we had a pandemic for the past number of years because a virus called the coronavirus swept the world. It was a worldwide epidemic. Pandemic? I think a pandemic is a worldwide epidemic. Oh, well. So, at the end of the day, things had to change. So, trainers started offering one-on-one virtual coaching. That's the first thing I want to talk about today. There's three kind of levels to online dog training. And the first that kind of emerged was just a very slight, very, very slight change from one-on-one in-person to one-on-one virtual. This is private instruction. So instead of going to a class or a private session where someone comes into your home because you couldn't couldn't be around people during a coronavirus, instead of that, you would have a hour-long, maybe 45-minute long conversation with a professional trainer. And they would demonstrate with their dog. Maybe they pull up some videos for you. You would demonstrate with your dog in the background. And they would guide you through the process of training. Now, what a lot of trainers learned was that they could give individuals more resources through that virtual coaching platform. What do I mean by that? Well, number one, they can record their sessions and they can send them to the individuals. So now that person has a library of all of their sessions that they can go back and watch over and over and over again. It also helps keep the clients accountable. Well, we already said this last week. Go back and watch that video. So it made it easier for an individual who was looking for expert help 
to sit down, get information, and now have access to that information practically forever. Imagine going to the doctor and they start, you know, rattling off everything that you need to do. You need to eat this. You need to go get this. You need to, you know, take this supplement every single day. You need to do 10,000 steps every single day, whatever it may be. Imagine going and then getting in your car and being like, wait, what did he say? Was it 10,000 or was it 12,000 steps? Was it 20,000 steps? And now you start, you know, beating yourself up because one, you don't remember. And two, you're going to do the wrong thing. That happens constantly in dog training. Constantly in dog training. So if I can give the individual more information, more resources that they can always go back to and double check on, wouldn't that make it better for them? Absolutely. And that's why one-on-one virtual coaching has stuck around, even though the pandemic has dwindled. In fact, I do one-on-one coaching. If this sounds interesting to you and you go, wow, I wonder what Michael gives his clients, head over to matadorcanine.com slash coaching. matadorcanine.com slash coaching. We'll schedule a discovery call to make sure this is the right fit for you. But that one-on-one coaching, I think, is here to stay. Even though people like personal interactions and they're going to start going into more privates where someone's coming to the house and those kinds of things, the one-on-one coaching online cannot be beat. And I I say that as an individual who has done in-person for a very long time and has done virtual for a while. The benefits that the client get from one-on-one virtual outweighs in-person. I know I just said that. And you might not believe me, but the benefits outweigh. That one-on-one coaching virtually gives them so much more at the end of the day. So much more long-term success as well. Because a year from now, maybe they have to go back and relearn what they did. They don't have to go pay for more sessions. And if you're a trainer right now who's starving for money and you're just looking at dollar signs, that's a problem. And that's a lot of times what trainers get into training for oh it's easy everybody's got a dog i'll just charge everybody and then i'll have them keep coming back for more because their dog keeps having problems that's not that's not my goal and i don't think that's ethical of a dog trainer to do my goal and i hope other trainers have this goal is to help give owners the knowledge and experience to be able to work through problems for themselves that they can enjoy and do more with their dog it's not about squeezing every penny out of a client that's an awful way to look at training and business as a general that's why one of the reasons i don't like apple they try to squeeze every dollar they can get out of you oh you got the iphone now you need the iphone case and you need the iphone charger and you need the iphone adapter and you need the iphone gloves that hold your phone like that is ridiculous i'm not an apple person and if you're an apple person i'm sorry if i offend you But Apple is trying to squeeze every single penny out of you and create an ecosystem of themselves where they're the only ones that sell them. They're trying to have a monopoly over the object that you find so valuable. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it to me, in my opinion. And I've I've used Apple. I have an iPad. I bought uh, iMac Studio. Yeah, Studio. I returned it in three days. I brought it back to them. I said it did not do what I needed it to do, and it was more difficult to work with than my laptop. So I gave it back to him. And they said, okay, no problem. That was easy. They made that part easy. But just the... Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here about why I don't like Apple. That's not the point of this podcast. <laughs> point of the podcast is about online dog training. And so one-on-one coaching, we got it. We're in the books. If you're interested to work with me, matadorcanine.com slash coaching. And the second form I want to talk about has been around for a while. A little bit longer than the pandemic, but it kind of picked up during the pandemic. And these are course-specific training topics. 
or videos. So you want to learn how to do obedience. You can go to matadorcanine.com slash obedience, and it'll walk you through the process of training your dog through sit, down, stay, come, heal. All of those things. And you're literally only learning obedience. It's like if you took an obedience class. You want to learn tricks. You could go and learn tricks from certain courses. You want to learn how to do agility. It's very specific. Very, very specific. You have a reactive dog. You could go to matadorcanine.com slash reactivity. And you could get access to regaining control with your dog, managing certain situations, and helping them overcome their fears, phobias, and aggression. That's the goal, right? You have a very particular topic that you want to just hone in on and tackle, then you can do that with a course-specific training plan. Those are typically not as expensive as our third option, depending on what you know you kind of do, and it saves you a lot of money based off of or compared to private coaching. Instead of having a one-on-one instructor take their time to work with you and answer all of your questions, you can sit down on your own time, figure out how it's going to relate to your life, maybe email the instructor and ask for questions, but you kind of you have this self-guided study, if you will, to work with your dog and progress through the training plan at your own speed and at your dog's speed. You have 24-7 access to it, so you can work on it literally whenever. Right? You don't have to go to a class on Tuesday and work on an obedience class or an agility class. As long as you have the equipment or the resources to do it, you're more than welcome to do it. Now, the only time I would say do not do this type of course is if your dog is routinely biting people. Now, right, I already talked about reactivity. Reactivity is a little different. And I always say reactivity should be coupled with some type of private coaching. But you can still do reactivity by itself. It just depends on how far you want to get and how fast you want to get there. But if your dog is routinely biting people over and over, a course is not going to help you fast enough. You need one-on-one instruction because there's a lot of pieces that need to fall into place perfectly for a training plan to be successful. So I think that one-on-one coaching is vital for that. But if you're going to do agility, you could start off on a course like this. And then as you get more serious, maybe you join a club. If you're going to do bite work, police work, I don't think this is the case. You need that one-on-one instruction. You need that group. One, because you shouldn't be wearing the bite suit with your dog or the sleeve. I don't understand people that do that. You should not be doing it. Your dog is learning to bite you, literally, learning to bite you. Unless you make them obsessed with just the sleeve, then okay, they're biting just the sleeve. But if you're doing serious bite work, serious bite work, they're going to end up biting you, and that's a problem. So the individual course is really good because it saves you, again, it saves you money on the private, and it's not so widespread like our third option, but it can have its limitations. If you need to work on obedience, you need to work on reactivity, you need to work on daily life skills, you need to work on tricks, all of those things, you have to buy an individual course for all of those things. In some places, we'll bundle them together. Now, I bundle all of my courses into Matador University. And this is the third option. It's either a subscription-based or access to a multitude of lessons and courses. Right? It's like a bundle or a subscription-based. Now, a bundle says, okay, you pay this one fee, and I'll put most of these courses together, or all of these courses together. A subscription is I'm going to pay monthly for as long as I want to use it. And when I don't want to use it anymore, I'm going to end my subscription. Now, I think those are great because you're getting a lot of information all from the same source. What oftentimes happens, especially with clients that I've spoken with about it, they'll get some information from me. 
and then they go try to get some information from somewhere else. Right? They, they just want to compare. This is what people like to do. They like to compare. Some people want to compare to see which one's better. Some people want to compare just to compare. So if you're getting information from a trusted source, you have a, a trainer that you trust, value, and appreciate their opinion. That's why you went to them in the first place. You have their expertise in your hand. You can literally email, call, or text them at any time, which you can do if you're one of my clients. You can literally text me, email me, call me anytime, and I'll answer your question as best as I can with the information you provide. If you have that, why would you then go to Google and get a bunch of different information that contradicts everything? They contradict themselves. They might contradict your trainer. Now, if you have a good trainer, and I've, I've told people to do this with me, and you find something that you think is a better solution, I'm all for it. Bring it to me first. Let's talk about it. Because even though it might sound like a great solution, in your particular situation, there might be things that we need to change about it. I had a client who wanted to try a halter. And they went out, they bought a halter, they started implementing it. And then they said, hey, we tried this halter thing and it's not going well. What should we do? The first thing they should have done is said, hey, we have this halter. How do we do this? Or we want to actually, they should have said, we want to implement the halter. Should we do that? How do we do it? And then I would have walked them through the process. But instead, they went out, they bought the halter, they put it on the dog. Now the dog had an adverse reaction to it. The dog hated it. And so we had to work on that first, which you would have had to work on anyway, but now it's just longer. To work on that first, reintroduce it, and then teach the dog how to walk with it. It wasn't just slap it on and everything's going to be solved. That quick fix mentality is why people go to Google. Why does my head hurt? Turns out, you know, you got some deadly disease or coronavirus. Instead of, well, you just dehydrated. But if you ask a professional, they're going to know what to look out for because there's other symptoms involved. That's what a professional does. This is their career. This is their expertise. This is what they've spent most of their life doing. So when you're looking at a bundle or a subscription service, you get access to all of these things in one. So for Matador University, you get access to the obedience, the daily life skills course, reactivity, a personality assessment, virtual coaching with me, 24-7 access. Uh, you get trainer support for 24-7, Right. So all of those things get coupled together and you either pay upfront for yearly access, you save $100 that way. That's Matador University, matadorkni.com slash Matador University. Or you can get Matador University as a subscription service. So that would be a 14-day free trial. If you want to test that out, matadorkni.com slash 14-day trial. And then you pay $37.99 every month as long as you want to use it. So you could do that to try to save money, which is totally fine, right? You do the 14-day free trial. You see if you can get your dog fully trained in 14 days. I commend you for that. And then if you end up paying the first month at $37.99, now all I'm going to do is train my dog for that month, do everything I can, and then I might pause the subscription, practice with my dog for two months, get them really solid, and then pick it back up. That's the cheapest way to do it, in my opinion. But there's something else about subscription-based classes and access to courses in a bundle or subscription that really bothers me, and this is why I don't do it that way. Yes, I have the bundle and the subscription at matadorcanine.com, but the reason I designed my course the way I did was because I saw too many trainers, especially during the pandemic, switch over to this style of training as a business jump, not as a way to help individuals. 
they saw it as a new way to capitalize on the pandemic and get money coming in because they couldn't see people. They just took videos of their lessons and slapped it into a course. Why is that a problem? Why is that a problem? Imagine going to the doctor and all that doctor does is talk to another patient about their problems and you're just observing. That's reality TV right there. That's what Cesar Milan did. That's what all of those TV celebrities did. They were working with somebody else and you were just a spectator. Eventually you will learn something, sure. But at the end of the day, it would have been a much faster process for you to get the information directly, have workbooks to guide you through the process, to keep you accountable, to keep a record of everything you've done. And then to go from point A to point B, exactly what you'd want to do in any course. If I was going to take a, a, an online course for guitar learning, I want to go from the beginning of the course to the end of the course. I want to know how to play the guitar by the end. If you're going to go to college, it's the same thing. You don't spectate. You don't watch someone else learn the guitar. You learn the guitar. Is it entertaining to watch somebody else? Absolutely, because there's a, su a success story in it. There's a stress in the beginning. There's an antagonist, the dog. And through trial and error, they figure out how they can work with the dog. And then there's a success at the end. You feel complete. There's a solution. My goal when I created the online courses was to give people the solution so that they feel that for themselves. They don't feel it passively towards somebody else. But the idea that you could just film the courses, that the sessions that you've already done, slap it together in a course bundle, and call that a training course is a lie. And that's what too many people are doing. It should be a, a, almost a one-on-one -on -one instruction. It should feel like private lessons in an online course platform. And that's what I did with Matador University. That's what my clients have said it feels like. It feels like Michael is guiding me through the process as if he was there. I just have access to him 24-7 even if we didn't have a private lesson. And what's also wonderful about it is if we put them all together, you want to do one-on-one -on -one coaching on a particular topic, but you get access to everything. Anytime anything comes up, you can jump right into the platform. You know exactly what to look up, what course you should jump into, and then you have all the information for you right there. It's right there for you. You don't have to go searching through Google and all the information on Google and see, oh, is this one good? Is this one good? Is this one good? Is this one good? No, instead, you just get all of that information and you can implement it right away. And you can rewatch the videos over and over and over. You also get quizzes in Matador University to make sure you understand the material before you try to go test it out on your dog. That's what an online course should be. And I think that's where a lot of dog training right now is splitting. We have online dog training that's successful. And individuals are appreciative of all of the knowledge and expertise they're getting because they're getting it regardless of where they live. I have clients in Canada, Italy, Mexico, across the states, all over the world. They don't have the same training in their areas as I provide with my online coaching, and they don't have easy access to it. One of my wonderful, wonderful clients had to go two hours to a class and hated the trainer because the trainer just made her feel like she wasn't doing anything good with her dog. Everything she did was wrong. Now, if you can imagine, that trainer probably also thought the dog did everything wrong. 
Everybody's doing everything wrong because it's not that trainer's way. I have no problem with opposing ideas and someone doing something different. I just want to understand why they're doing it. And when we do that, when we look at things from an understanding of that point, now we can start to progress and work on better and better techniques, methods, and theories. But that's not what the majority is doing. The majority of dog trainers offering those online courses are just recordings of past sessions, and it's just for your entertainment. It's not meant to help you get from point A to point B. Again, if you're interested in private coaching, one-on-one coaching, matadorcanine.com coaching. If you're looking for more course-specific topics or trainings, matadorcanine.com obedience, matadorcanine.com reactivity. Right? That's what you're going to be looking up. You can just head over to matadorcanine.com and look through all of the courses there. And then if you want a subscription-based access to everything that I have to offer, matadorcanine.com slash 14-day trial. You can get started on a 14-day trial to see if you like it, see if it helps you. Or you can try to do all that training in the 14 days, and then you don't have to pay. It's easier for you that way. Now, I think the online training is a wonderful idea. I think it's going to revolutionize the way training as a whole works. Uh, There has been a huge influx in learning online because people are too busy to go to a a school or a class or that kind of thing. So I think online dog training and online training in general in any topic, guitar, you want to get fit, you want to do graphic design, you want to learn how to run a business, all of those things are going to be online-based because of how simple it is. You could live anywhere, do anything, and learn from anybody else in the world. That is the power of technology. That's what technology was invented for. Right? The phone was invented because someone was lazy. Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone, I think. Yeah, Alexander Graham Bell, he didn't want to go to the other room to tell his assistant to come here. So he invented the telephone to call him and say, hey, come here. <laughs> a little ridiculous. Right? He could have just shouted. A little ridiculous. But now that has transversed across the world. Right? Imagine learning from the best of the best somewhere in the world that you've never been. Right? They live in China, or they live in Canada, they live in Australia, and they are the best at what they do. And they provide education for you, and now you can become the best in your area, and you can spread knowledge. That's how knowledge is going to spread in the future. It's not going to be about going to classes. It's not going to be about going to universities. The universities are going to dismantle, I think, I think schools are going to dismantle in the next 15, 20 years, maybe sooner. But those things are going to go away, and the competitive market for teaching is going to skyrocket. Because think about it. If an individual, if a teacher, could have a Zoom class of over 400 students, that eliminates 50 other teachers? That's a problem. Which means only the best of the best teachers will have full classes. And that will drive all the other teachers who are really motivated to be teachers, that will drive them upward. And we will progress that way. I think that's the direction that learning is going. And I think that's one of the directions that dog training is going as well. The best of the best will make courses and content that help guide individuals from point A to point B and give them all the support they need to get there. And personally, I want to be on the forefront of that concept. 
Thank you guys for listening today. Again, if you want to take uh, advantage of that 14-day free trial, matadorcanine.com slash 14-day trial. matadorcanine.com slash 14-day trial. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you next time.